And so it dreams, it floats around here. Who who knows what it does? It's like when the boss leaves, <laughs> right? The staff does what it wants. The boss is coming back and the staff cleans up, right? So think of your subconscious as the staff and your conscious mind as the boss. Financial independence. Freedom. Financial picture. Independent financially. Financial future. Financial freedom and wealth. Financial independence. Get your fill. Financial independence and long life. Welcome to another episode of Get Your Fill, Financial Independence and Long Life, where we explore ways to achieve those two goals and we invite wonderful people on to help us. And today, Gail Craft is going to be with us and she's going to show us, well, I, I'm not going to tell you, actually, I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen because I want you to be in suspense. Gail Craft's Boston roots have led her down a path of self-discovery from a young age and have shaped her into a masterful business and spiritual leader. She's a powerful speaker. She's creator of the flow formula. She is an international best-selling author and writer of the empowerment, the empowering process, the journey to enlightenment, and more books, which we'll hear about in a minute. Gail is host of the Empowering Process podcast. She's spoken on multiple platforms about truth and flow and works with others to create harmony with their mind, body, and spirit so they can find and operate in purpose. Thanks, Gail, for being with us today. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mouthful i'll have to shorten that for people <laughs> oh like, it's hang on so she's really cool <laughs> we'll see how in a minute <laughs> so shall i call you chris or christine oh it doesn't matter okay, I, I usually go by chris but some okay. people like prefer two syllables i don't know I don't know. I don't know. Well, thank you so much for having me, Chris. This is going to be so much fun. It's definitely going to be so much fun. Right. I've got so many stories to tell, Yay. but I think we're going to start um, with one that shook my world. And here's the, the thing. Understand, Chris, that um, your world is going to get shaken up many times. And that's why I learned that being spiritually connected helps you navigate those surprises that get thrown at you. Now, this one was not a surprise. I knew it was coming. And in fact, I was at a meeting, this isn't when I was working in corporate, is in a meeting and a director came up to me offering to take me on as an employee because he saved people. He really, he had a staff full of people that were great people, but for some reason was on the chopping block. Huh. And I looked at him and I said, oh, if you take me on, you go down with me. Thank you. I know what's happening, but save yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it was. So I got fired, folks. <laughs> um, and, you know, through a series of events after I got fired, um, I ended up hiring a lawyer to sue them. And that was such a toxic experience. It was so, I mean, they were nasty. I was nasty. I couldn't believe who I was becoming. And then one day I looked in the mirror and I said, who are you? I can't stand you. <laughs> I'm surprised you have any friends left. 
And it's at that point that I made the decision. I had made the decision before that, that I wasn't going back to corporate, but I made the decision that it was time for me to get my act together, right? And take ownership of my part of that action, right? Yeah. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. And stop blaming, right? So I became a... A business process coach, because that, that's what my claim to fame and my success in business. It was very easy to get that certification. And when I was done, I said to the trainers, great process. I, you know, I, it's really how business succeeds. I love what, what we would be doing here, but you have nothing here for people. And I know if people are on board, it doesn't matter how good your process is. It's not going to work. Yeah. So I'm going to get me this thing called the life coaching certification. (laughs) (laughs) And it was history after that, folks. (laughs) Um, I literally had this feeling for the first time of rather than chasing success of being literally from my gut pulled. That this is what your gift is and what you're here for. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I saw how that played out in my successes in my life. And so that life coaching certification, I got you know, master NLP trained, quantum linguistics, um, soul realignment, right? Because as you start personal development, the, then it's like, well, then now what? And now what? I worked with motivational speakers for five years and presented, got certified as a a trainer. I mean, you name it. I got the certifications. Who gives a crap? Doesn't mean that I'm good, right? (laughs) (laughs) Means that I passed a test, Um, but I am. And I love what I do. And that is literally the key to my success is loving what I do. Because when you do, first of all, you become very, very good at it. Second of all, that energy permeates in your conversations, in your relationships throughout your life. And your clients grow exponentially, right? And so through that, you know, I've done, I don't do any work with clients that I haven't done on myself. So if we want to do timeline work and if we want to work on fear and anger, done that, been that. If you want to take a deep dive into the Kabbalah, into um, into the fifth dimension, shall we say, <laughs> been there, done that. If you want to take a walk on, on the side of business, I may not do that anymore. I might refer you to someone. Yeah. Right. Um, although I'm very good at it, I'm not interested but I obviously have such a network of friends who are in this field and I know who is good at what. Mm-hmm. So what specifically are you looking for process? Great. If you're ready for more than process, that's a different coach, right? So depending on what you want, I can hook you into a coach who will better suit your needs. So very, very um, careful that, I am working with someone who is ready for the next level in their life. And that next level is success. 
So um, any questions, Christine, before I go on to the next, because I have like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, actually, I want to go back to uh, what you were talking about in the beginning, because it's very common, I think, when people are, whether they're in an unpleasant work environment, relationship, whatever, to blame the company, to blame whatever. And then like when you get got fired and you said, oh, that's it, I'm going to go, they, they suck. I'm going to go back and sue them. And, you know, they shouldn't have done this to me. And 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 it's not until you stop and look at yourself and say, hmm, why did this happen to me? So life can either be a learning experience or you can just find ways to stay in that negative spiral. So, right. yeah. So let's talk more about how, well, about that process, about why you didn't just stay and continue to hate and continue to be like blaming the, this bad experience that you had, which I think a lot of people do, right? They, they get do. stuck there. They get stuck. They get stuck. Why? You know, I think it's because um, I had a friend who was surprise, surprise, very similar, <laughs> right? Because you attract like people because you attract people who are going to be at the same energetic consciousness and energy level as you. Yeah. And I was having breakfast with her and I realized that it didn't matter how good her life was. She was complaining about everything. Yeah. And, and I, I thought, this is me. <laughs> right. I said, I am complaining. And, and she was trying to control even me trying to control our friendships control right and in that it's like am I that way and yes by the way I was a control freak not yeah. anymore but definitely um and one of the things that I unraveled is the why why did I behave this way now it's not like seeing a shrink Right. I'm not going to go to the event and have you relive the event that is bothering you because there's more and more and more. Yeah. Um, but we we would go there and I'll give you an example. Um, I'll give you the the weirdest one, because this happened when I was becoming very intuitive, very in touch with our maker, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I was pulling my, the walls down, you know, brick at, at a time, brick at a time. And there was just something that wouldn't move. And so I'm like, I, I don't even know what it is. So I don't know how to, like you walk in circles and I don't know what to do with it because I can't see what the root is here. Mm -hmm. So this is something you all can try. It works, I promise you. When you go to sleep at night, your subconscious mind, that's whatever it wants. Right. Yeah. And so it dreams, it floats around here. Who, who knows what it does? It's like when the boss leaves, <laughs> right? The staff does what it wants. The boss <laughs> is coming back and the staff cleans up. Right. So think of your subconscious as the staff and your conscious mind as the boss. <laughs> right. So the boss said, Hey, you're not going to dream tonight. I have this question and you're going to go find the answer for me. The question is, what is this block 
because I, I want to address it and I can't seem to find the answer. So you're going to find the answer for me tonight. And your subconscious will do that. I woke up the next morning and I went, what? And so I wanted to validate. So I went to have coffee with my sister. I'm I'm like, my sister's like 10 to 20 years older than me, oh, right? Yeah. Right. And um, having coffee with my sister and I looked at her and I went, so mama tried to abort me and she failed, right? <laughs> and she looked at me and she goes, how do you know that? <laughs> I went, that's, I just needed to be sure. I said, because your body energetically holds on even in vitro yeah and so that first attempt at abandonment has stuck right thank you for validating because now i know what i need to do yeah and then she called me a witch okay so, <laughs> so there's that but that's there's a whole that, other block. That, right? <laughs> right? and so what did i do um i Actually, a month later, had the opportunity to be in what's called an Indian sweat tank, cool. and so it's it's a it's a teepee, right? This is that's oval, and there's hot coals down the middle, men on one side, women on the other side, and the um, the medicine man. You go through three different renditions for three different purposes, and so you close the tank, and you can't see anything. And as he's chanting, he's throwing water on the coals. And so you start to sink down because you can't breathe. You have to go as low as you can to mm -hmm. breathe. And you get into an altered state. Mm -hmm. And I brought my mother down. Mm -hmm. And I went, Mom, mm -hmm. given the time, given the situation you were in, given the choices available to you, if I were in your shoes, I have to admit I would have done the same thing. Thank you for failing. <laughs> I forgive you. Yeah. And and that was that. And that was that. And so that's one of the things I did. Did I go into that situation? No. It's like, how do I address that from a different perspective right. than what I'm in now? So it's finding the situation, the root, that you may not even know what it is. I obviously didn't know. Right. consciously what it was and then how do you look at that from a different perspective and get the gift and the lesson yeah right and and you know forgiveness doesn't mean i mean i did condone i had to admit if i was in her shoes what choices would i have made yeah right um and i had to admit those would have been in that situation absolutely would have made the same choice yeah. But even if you weren't, you know, even if you wouldn't have done that, you still could have understood from her perspective, right? right. I mean, you know, right. it wasn't done out of hate. She didn't even know you. She just was like, how no. am I going to make this she thing was in work? A panic, right? right? She was in a panic, no win situation, right? Mm -hmm. And you're right. Even if my my morals were different at this time, you know, I I would, I still totally understood. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about forgiveness. And so, I, you know, because... It's not condoning. Right. And what you're trying to do in the process of forgiveness is 
let's say it's something really heinous because there's, you know, murdered your child. That's not unforgivable, right? So what do you do? You look at the perpetrator and you say, your wires aren't crossed properly. Yeah. You are who you are. You're not going to affect the rest of my life. Your crap is staying there in the past. And I'm going to make the best positive choices with the results in my life. Right. Right. And you do not have permission to influence me at all. Right. Right. And so it's all about permissions. Permissions are very powerful. Mm -hmm. Very powerful. And you can give them or not. Right. And so you can give yourself permission to move on. Right. Is that easy to say? Of course. Is that easy to do? No. No. It takes a process. Yeah. To get there. Right. And it takes distance. Right. And, you know, people say time heals. You can do that healing without time because time is relevant. Right. Right. But you do want to get that that distance you do want to honor yourself and not allow anyone else's energy to be part of the influence of your life. Right? One of the things that I, I do, I'll talk about one of my clients, the way that he, he looked at it is really kind of funny. <laughs> I, I want you to look at your life as though it were a movie or stage performance. You're the writer, you're the director, you're the main character, Mm -hmm. and you can allow other characters in or not in to your stage. Yeah. Right? Um, Again, easily said than done. It takes a while to get that perspective. And this particular client, when we were talking, and and he's like, you know, I don't even see those people anymore that I don't want on my stage. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know they're in the same room with me, but I don't even... Is, is that okay? <laughs> and we're like, yes, you don't want them on your stage. And then they, their energy isn't even acknowledged yeah. by your energy. Right. Right. So cool. And I think that's something, I mean, we've touched on it just a little bit in the conversation, but let's just dive a little bit deeper into the you know law of attraction and how it like attracts like and, and how that can influence your life, right? How you can allow yourself, like you said, this friend, big surprise, was as negative as I was. Well, naturally. Right? Of course. And if you feel like, oh, I'm surrounded by negative people, you, you got to like look inside and say, uh, <laughs> what? how did I get on their wavelength, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. And so um, so I have a spiritualist friend who, who would, if, there was an issue that I was dealing with and he's like, she's just a mirror for you, Gail. There's something you need to work through. Right. And accepting that is like, first of all, but then what is it that I need to work through? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And it's what you don't like. So if you're with someone and you're feeling like you're being controlled, like I said, I was a control freak. What happened? I married control freaks. <laughs> that can't go well. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't go well at all. You can't both control. So someone has to give up control, right? Yeah. Um, but again, it's 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 everything is energy, including us. Yeah. And you know, 
until you internalize that, and that's, you know, my book Journey to Enlightenment is part of the process of internalizing who and what we really are mm -hmm. so that we can function at a higher level and have better results in our life and be the writers and not responders to our life, right? Yeah. Right. Um, when you're able to understand that, then it's we're like magnets, right? And energy, you know, creates a frequency, you know, yeah. or actually frequency creates the energy that brings in like a magnet a attraction and will repel anything that's not. You won't even see stuff. You won't even know that yeah. those things exist. I want to talk a little bit about you don't see everything and you don't know everything. So you know that your mind takes in information. There's three to six billion bits of data surrounding you at any point in time. There's the sounds that you're not hearing, the birds, the wind, the, the trees. There's the, the sound of the refrigerator, the dog panting. Oh, you're right. The, the yeah, feeling happening in the background that we don't need to pay attention. You don't even, so yeah. you, your brain deletes that, right? And what it does bring in out of minimally 3 billion bits of data is 750 bits. <laughs> so A lot look of filtering. at, oh, if that's, that's, the, that's not even filtering. That's not even, that's deleting. Yeah. Then it filters, like, you know, what does this mean to me? Yeah. And you put that information in folders so that you understand them. So, for example, the folder I used to be put in is called the coaching folder. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't call myself a coach anymore. <laughs> so you you don't put me in a folder and you have to be curious about what I do. <laughs> right? Right. Mm -hmm. So you don't make an assumption right. based on that. Right, but you put it in a folder and then it goes through your history, right, of, of your belief systems. And it goes through what's my emotional state right now? Am I receiving this as a happy person? Am I receiving it as an angry person? You're receiving it differently. Yeah. And so you're now making a story, an image that has nothing to do with what really happened. <laughs> And you create you, you create that image and have a conversation. And so the fact that we even communicate at all is a miracle. <laughs> You're right, because we're all taking things in from so many different perspectives. Right? Well, right? that's why, you know, you hear people say, like, how can people be happy with the world the way it is right now? And I'm just like, I am. I'm like, why is something going on? <laughs> Right, right. And so so let's talk about reality. I love the statement. If a tree falls in the woods and nobody is there to hear it, yeah. did it make a sound? Right. And you know what the answer is? Well, it, it can't, right? Because there's no one there to receive that vibration. You have to witness it, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Now, it did make a frequency. Yes. Right? Yeah. Right? But, but it not didn't. A, but not a sound. Correct. Right? Yeah. Right? Because that frequency was not interpreted. Yeah, exactly. Right? And that's so now we can all graduate from Buddhist monk training. <laughs> One oh one. Because we've given away the, the cliffhanger. 
the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, and so my, my personal journey now is, now that I've written the book, Journey to Enlightenment, is, so now what? So, you know, my whole life, if you think of energy as a stepladder has been, you know, going up higher and higher and higher. Well, what does that mean? Well, what does that mean? And what does that mean? To the point where now I'm involved with the group that is for successful entrepreneurs who want to take their life to the next level. Yeah. Their life and their business. And that is not doing things the way it used to be done. It's called red pill pathway. And <laughs> right. Love it. Yeah. Right. Take yeah. the red pill. <laughs> and um, and I'm all about the how I got hooked into that is probably because I'm all about the truth that is in the lies. And this is when you start asking questions, and that's what happens when you change perspective. And you start looking at things differently. You start to become more and more curious. And as you become more and more curious, what you thought was true turns out to be maybe not so much, right? And when you are no longer afraid of what you might find, because I think that's what holds a lot of people back is we're built, yeah. we, we have these parameters that is our comfort zone and what is on the other side is not something we can conceive. Yeah. Right. And so we're afraid because it's something we can't, well, I'm sorry, quantum physics, physics is helping us explain it. Yeah. It's right. It's right? if you can like get your brain around quantum physics. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You can, yes, I can. My book has some of it in it. Right. <laughs> In an understandable way. So what what I've done with that, because, because if I can be as woo-woo as I want, but it means nothing if I can't bring it into right. my everyday life, if I can't bring it into my business, if I can't bring it into my relationship. You know, I'm not a monk. I was at breakfast with a friend one time and he's like, you woo-woo people. He goes, honest <laughs> to God. And I looked at him and I said, wait a minute. I can contemplate my navel as much as I want, but if I don't take action, it's not going to get me the Maserati. Exactly. And he burst out laughing. He said, so it's not contemplating your navel. It's not the, you know, law of attraction of, you know, you know, affirmations and affirmations, by the way, don't work if you don't believe them. Right. Um, so, you know, you're wasting your time just to say it, but it's what's the right action for me to take in this minute. Yes. Right? And until you know what feels right to you aligned, how do you know the right action to take this minute? Again, that's in the book. <laughs> right? Journey to enlightenment. This is the truth about you. Yeah. Right? And the truth about you is that you're not even energy. You are a... I am, so I don't want to say you, I am a reflection of this energy source we call soul. And think of it, and it's in the, in the book, I have a friend who like, I love that metaphor. So think of it as the soul up here is being, that's, that's true consciousness. 
that is the collective, that is God, that is whatever you want to call it, right? And it says, you know, I'm kind of bored. So I'm going to create this story called Gail, right? <laughs> right? And so this third dimensional being that you see here is Gail, right? Now, between that soul and me, there's this thing called ego, right? Mm -hmm. Right? And, and ego's job is to keep Gail alive, right? Mm -hmm. Keep this in formation, right? And, and so you've got your conscious, your superconscious, and your conscious, your subconscious, and your superconscious, right? And your subconscious is like the bridge between the two. And so when you, I use the analogy of this is an avatar, we are an avatar. Look up the definition of avatar. That's what human beings are. It's a, a manifestation of God, right? And so if I am an avatar, I'm a puppet. Puppet of yourself. Right? And the hand inside the puppet is my subconscious. The superconscious is the soul, the God, that is the true energy. And what we are trying to do on this planet is make that flow to such a degree that we are conscious of the conversations between this dimension and our source, mm -hmm. right? That's what all of this leveling up is all about, is that I want that conversation to be palatable. I want that conversation to be real. I want that conversation to be meaningful in my life today. Yeah. So decipherable, right? The conversation's happening, but if you can't hear it, then. Well, you don't know, able... you don't know it's happening. So the, the other day, because I literally a while back said, you know, I'm not going to ask you for help anymore. I'm not going to ask you for guidance anymore. I'm not going to ask you because that's kind of boring, but I want to be your friend. I want to hang out with you. Nice. I want to know you. I want you to know me. Right. And I'm laughing because, you know, that is me and, you know, all of this, this complexity yeah. from when you put the quantum <laughs> physics in it, it's kind of funny because <laughs> I'm talking to myself. I want to know you, Gail. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but I really felt that it was time for me to have that kind of connection. And so I recently asked, so how long have we been talking? <laughs> and, and I heard a chuckle. I was like, oh, I've been with you your whole life. <laughs> I've been talking to you your entire life. Remember when you were a child and it went through, because as a child, we haven't yet put the walls up. And we do miraculous things as children because we're fearless. Yeah. And we're curious as all get up, right? I mean, the child could sit for hours and watch an ant build, you know, we'd go in and out of an anthill, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Wondering what's going on and be fascinated. Yeah. Right? We, we don't even know that there are anthills anymore. Yeah. Talk about consciousness, right? Of filtering and deleting out, right? Yeah, you don't delete out the, you know, it's funny you say that like this morning I was on the bike at the gym and I was looking out the window and just the, 
the way the the branches were like against the sky and everything. It was just so beautiful, you know, and I just noticed it in a different, I mean, I've sat on that bike many times. Right. But, right. And, and even, in, and even looked out and appreciated the fact that the, I could see trees instead of like a building or something, but I didn't, you know, interpret, or I didn't recognize or, or really tune into just the, the little tiny branches that were up in the blue sky and everything. And it's just like you say, it's like, oh, there's an anthill. You know, I've just stepped on. I didn't even know it. But right, that stuff is there. And then it, sometimes that happens to me even when I'm driving. Like all of a sudden I'll be like, wow, right. this is the most beautiful cloud or whatever, right? right. That, that, oh, look at the trees. Oh, my God, the colors, right? Yeah, oh, the yeah, bugs exactly. are there, right? Yeah. Right. Um, there was a, a point. I lived in San Diego for a while. And um, at the time that I was out there, I was reading The Course of Miracles. And I had a contract a couple of days a week in L.A. So you were talking a two and a half hour drive, right? When yeah. there's no traffic. And there's so, never no traffic. <laughs> um, there is at 4.30 in the morning. Oh, good. Perfect. Right? But coming home yeah. would take longer than two and a half hours. Yeah. So, um, so I'm driving. And Course of Miracles is all about perspective and changing how you look at things. And as I was driving, I saw that I the car was not moving but the earth was moving underneath my car <laughs> cool <laughs> right and I'm, and I'm like this is that's exactly this is so cool <laughs> <laughs> you just reminded me of a time when I was young and experimenting with uh you know pot and alcohol which you know didn't stick with me but I, I was with a friend yeah I'd stayed over at girlfriend's house you know we were like 17 or something maybe even younger and uh, she said to me, oh, she said, wow. She said, I just suddenly became aware of my head. <laughs> and when she what? said that, then I became aware of my head. And it was what? like, wow. You know, so like, <laughs> it's just a riot, but sorry, that was a little detour. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, it. that's spot on, right? Yeah. That's spot on. It's, it's yeah. the type of things that happen. Um, and when we, as adults, we poo-poo those things. Right. Right. And, you know, we miss out on messages and opportunities. Well, so, enjoy. And enjoy. So we'll talk a little bit. So I'm in the middle of writing another book. Mm -hmm. You know, as you see, I have no hair because I'm going through chemo treatment. And um, and I'm doing this for a bunch of different reasons. It's horrible. It's a terrible thing. If anyone asks me, should they go through chemo? My answer will be no. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm writing a, almost like a diary in the book mm -hmm. and I'm having awarenesses <clears throat> that will knock your socks off yeah. because this is all about focusing on yourself to a level like never before. Yeah. But before this happened, I had a series of precognitive events, messages that prepared me for this. Six months before I stopped dyeing my hair. Well, I've got no hair now, but you don't dye your hair, yeah. right? Then I talked to a spiritualist friend of mine who said this year, I, ha I have one more obstacle to overcome before I ascend. And it's like dying. And I'm like, oh, what else I have? To okay. Right. So I'm trying to figure out what's, what's the one thing, you know, okay. I thought I took the care of that. <laughs> then I got, I went on a um, 
journey with a shaman. And she said, JC and Mary showed up and put a blue blanket of healing on you. And I'm like, oh, and Mary's staying. Like, oh, that's cool. I wonder what's going on. Then I got Gail go out to Amazon and buy. <laughs> I hadn't seen it. And, and as I'm buying the hats, I'm arguing. Are you crazy? You want me to what? <laughs> I'm never going to wear them. I'm buying them because you want me to buy them. Yeah. But that's an insult to people going through. Right. I was it was hilarious. I do what I'm asked, but it doesn't mean I don't go kicking and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> then I went on a plant-based diet. And then I was told to call a doctor. Yeah. I do West um, Eastern medicine six years before. It's been six years since I've touched Western medicine because I don't trust it. Yeah. And so, Gail, you're so healthy. You know, do you even want a mammogram? And I'm like, why not? <laughs> right and then there's a there's a whole story about what happened there which is also miraculous um and miracle after miracle and you know i see this as a path that i'm going down for a reason this mm. is not healing me this is killing me yeah um it is not healing whatsoever everything else that i'm doing is healing but i spend 10 days trying to get poison out of my system that is destroying what was a healthy body yeah right um and see no benefit to it whatsoever so you know i have an appendix in my book that talks about what foods i'm on and why i'm on them what you know alter alternatives i'm using and why i'm using because i'm using eastern medicine as well yeah right and then if what options other than chemo you might want to look into yeah right um so that people have options before they're pushed into um, yeah. decisions. Gail, with your chemo, are you doing any fasting at all? Um, it's difficult to fast when I have to have a meal with the medication. Oh, okay. That I need yeah, because I've been reading about well, reading about fasting, but also that people uh, on chemo have had some, it helps to relieve some of the symptoms and, and some of the yep. side effects and stuff. I'm doing um, Reiki. I'm doing mm -hmm. body talk. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, obviously meditation. I'm doing some, my own energy um, healing. And then by the way, my stage two cancer was stage one by the time I had surgery because of the, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I eat based on what my body tells me to eat. So mostly it's plant-based, but there are a couple of times where I've had um, meat because my body has told me to have meat. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, if, but, yeah. but then, then we're back to plant-based. Yeah. You know, um, but the purpose of me going through this is, has nothing to do with cancer. It has to do with um, changes that I'm going through on a very spiritual level that you know, are blowing my mind. And I'm putting, I, I put it out on Facebook and on LinkedIn to a certain level, mm -hmm. but I go deeper in the book as to why. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's, there was, was one thing that I had to address and I resisted. And here's what's, so let's just talk about resistance. It was hilarious because I burst out laughing when I finally stopped. 
oh, I want to lean into this, but I'm resisting leaning into this. And so now I want to resist the resisting resistance. <laughs> so I want to lean, right? Which creates more resistance, right? Right. But I want to resist, resist, right? And so, that doesn't work. Right. But I want to lean in, right? And so it was so hilarious um, to the point where and it got to the point where, and, and my spiritualist used this. He goes, it's like a pimple popping. <laughs> and so it's, it's like, I got to a point where like this can't continue. And I read my own book. <laughs> we you have the answers. <laughs> we already have the answers. Right. <laughs> I was like, I, I need to get, I know this is because energy. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this energy? Right. Yeah. Read your own book. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Thank when you. I stopped resisting. Yeah. And now I could lean in. And in the leaning in, I reached out to a friend because we have to verbalize part of, we have to say out loud and not just to ourselves. We need yeah. to be witnessed. Our pain needs to be witnessed, right? And so I reached out to a friend who he is very good at holding space. And I said, don't fix it. Don't, don't judge it. Don't right, you know, right. Just yeah. hold space for me. Yeah. And I, this will be in my book not on Facebook. Right. And all he said was, I love your vulnerability and your growth. And that's when I went, oh. and what I have been dealing with and resisting is gone. I mean, to the point where you know, because your mind is going to tell stories and I would tell stories and I would, and I'd be, stop telling the story, Gail. This is ridiculous. Put it over there. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, I want to lean in, but I was saying, stop telling the story. Right. The stories don't even happen. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> and that's what freedom is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So as much as I've evolved and as much as that, and it's not, you know, evolution, I hate that word. As much as I have been able to elevate my consciousness it doesn't mean i don't have ego because ego is very important right and sometimes ego makes mistakes right because we um, are human at the end we of the are day. human <laughs> so and and i have a friend and she, the way that she puts it is perfect so think of going up. see i use a spiral she uses a diving board and here's why so i've elevated my consciousness which means before I go to the next one, I have to take a dive in to the abyss, which means I've just elevated my consciousness. So the next dive I take is going to be deeper yeah. than the previous one. Right. And then it pops. I'm like, holy shit, the next one. is <laughs> <laughs> Right. So yep. it's not that we don't go into the abyss. We go deeper into the abyss and the thing is is i'm not afraid of the abyss right because that's that's we come from that right. you know the bible says and then there was light before there was light there was no thing right. that's the abyss <laughs> right yeah. right so we go back to the beginning where all the answers are yeah the abyss is in my book too <laughs> Gail, when is the book going to be ready? When do you well, see it being published? Journey to Enlightenment is already ready. 
Right. I'm shooting for um, Lessons from Hell. <laughs> That's the title. Um, I'm shooting for April of 2024 because I want to finish chemo, right? And then see if there's anything with radiation that I give two craps about to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I I think the why of me doing this is it has presented itself. Yeah. Right. Has presented itself. And now it's just wrapping it up. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm going to wrap it up because I have such an allergic reaction to the poison that I don't think I can take much more. It doesn't, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Listen to your body, right? Listen to your, to your higher self and, and decide what to do. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we are going to have that conversation tomorrow. I have a few notes to, to, that I wrote down that said, you know, this is happening. This is, I'm t- changing the formula Friday. So it's like, if this continues on the new formula, I will not be coming back. Yeah. Because it's just my body just hates this. Yeah. It just hates this. So, Gail, I mean, our time is flying by. I, I know, how can people, it's been super talking to you. How can people find or get Journey to Enlightenment and how can they get in touch with you if they're ready to have that conversation? Oh my gosh. So Journey to Enlightenment, it's out on Amazon and you can get it, you know, as an ebook or a, uh, a hard copy or actually paperback, yeah. you know, for sure. That book has not only conversations about uh, in each chapter, but there's an exercise at the end there is a link to a meditation that supports the chapter and there's an empowering question that also supports. So whatever modality works for you, there's a bunch of different modalities to help you actually integrate, not just read, right? What's going on. Um, And to get in touch with me, you know, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn. I will not accept your friend request unless you tell me that this is where (laughs) you saw me, that I have... You know, I, I won't, you know, because you're yeah. most people are trying to sell to me yeah, I I, on Facebook. They're trying to pick me up and, you know, on LinkedIn, they're trying to sell to me. It's like, no, goodbye. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> <exhausting>. <laughs> really kind of strange. Um, and, you know, and let me know that you want to connect with me and you'd like a chit chat. Now I do have, you know, um, my website. You can, uh, if you go to my website, and you want a complimentary session, it's not complimentary. I'm charging $75. I will refund the money or apply it towards if you'd want to work with me. And here's why I have that out there. I get no more spam now. <laughs> no spam. <Yeah. laughs> you have what? to pay $75 to spam you. It's not going to, it's not worth they, it. They don't want to pay <laughs> to spam me, right? So it's awesome. <laughs> but not only that, I mean, I think when people aren't paying for the appointment, they're less likely to show up, right? They're not respecting right. your time. It just, right. yeah, I think that's great. I, th- I truly 100% support that. Right. And I have gotten so specific with, of course, boundaries. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the practices that I put in place because of my energy level, I'm going to keep. Yeah. You know, at a certain time I stop working, people text me, I might answer your text. But if you want me to go and, you know, hey, send me a link to like, no. Yeah. I'm off the clock. I'm I'm off the clock. And I see clients only certain days and I only go to very specific networking events. Um, because the rest is a waste of my time. 
Yeah. And so that's, you become very aware, very aware. So yeah, so, what's one question that you wish I would have asked you that I haven't asked you, or just one thing that you want to make sure that people take away from this conversation? I want people to understand just how powerful and how important they are. You know, the phrase, you're not broken. You're not broken. You're not scarred. You're not wounded. <laughs> you have locked energy. Yeah. That's, it's just energy that got stuck. And when I realized that, I literally, I have a, it, a, and it's in the book that's coming out, a prayer of untangling the energetic web right? If you can get to that point of untangling your energetic web, damn, life becomes so cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Gail. And thank you, listener, for listening. All the links to get in touch with Gail will be on the show notes. And think about somebody right now, close your eyes and think of one or two or five or 10 people who you know who have tangled energy mm. who would like to and appreciate hearing Gail's wisdom today. And for this episode to them, they will thank you. And we will thank you. Yes. <laughs> Gail, have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. Oh, Chris, this has been a blast. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>